This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, William Liu, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Detroit Pistons, swept the Detroit Pistons um, by a score of 108 to 98 in what was one of the most unnecessary games I've ever watched in my life. If I wasn't, uh, you know, just chilling around the house, I probably wouldn't have watched this game, um, but I did. And. You know, the outcome was sort of exactly how you expected it to be. Um, you know, the Raptors benched. Um, we're not benched. They, they rested some of their guys. Van Lee had that back thing um, that, you know, Dwayne Casey said he could play through. But, you know, at this point, what's the point? So, Van Lee was held out. Bebe might actually have an injury. Who knows? He didn't play. And also, Serge Ibaka, you know, getting some rest. Serge Ibaka could, also use, could always use some rest. But, um... The Raptors still took care of business. Still took care of business. And um, uh, early on, it was a very good offensive display for the Raptors. The starters for the Raptors um, just completely dominated the Pistons starters. And, um, I mean, you know, the Pistons starters, it's not like they had a lot out there. I mean, <laughs> who they got today? Uh, Blake Griffin out. Okay. Uh, Reggie Bullock out, actually a real important piece for them, uh, and Andre Drummond out. So what they were left with was Anthony Tolliver, Eric Moreland, Stanley Johnson, Reggie Jackson, and Luke Kennard. And, um, yeah, they weren't doing anything to the Raptors. Um, the Raptors offensively went through JV a lot in the middle, um, which is what you'd like to see. Um, Kyle and DeMar both played this game. There was some criticism of, um, you know, or some surprise, not even criticism, that uh, Kyle Lowry played in this game, despite the fact that it was a back-to-back and despite the fact that he's the oldest player on the team. But, again, I'm not really that surprised. I mean, you know, Kyle already said after the game, like, he prefers to keep his rhythm and continue playing. And so as long as he's not going out there and, you know, actually playing hard and trying to get himself hurt and stuff like that, like, you're fine with it. It's not a big deal for him to come in and play 26 minutes to keep his rhythm. Didn't play very hard necessarily. Both Lowry and Dermar um, shifting into facilitator mode, passing as much as possible. And it's fun to see. And then the guy, you know, if you pass, someone has to score still. And that guy was JV. JV, um, just a dominant performance in the middle of the floor tonight, um, whether it was hitting three or going into the mid range or, 
you know, driving all the way to the cup and, you know, catching the ball near the rim and finishing or dunking. I mean, JV was doing it all, man. And I was feeling good, um, you know, wearing that uh, dapper suit last night, getting the day off on Sunday, coming to Detroit, uh, you know, putting on a nice game. So the Raptors had, you know, the advantage early on. I mean, you could tell from the start the Raptors had this game completely under their control. It wasn't a real issue. However, in the second quarter, there was a bit of an issue because the Pistons went on this crazy run, and you guessed it, um, you know, a classic Raptor killer, Ish Smith, uh, came in and completely dominated. Um, He hit his first six shots, he was hitting threes, he was hitting pull-up jumpers, the speed, the layup, breaking full-court traps. At one point, he drove through all five Raptors, and that was was hard to watch. The Raptors set up like a college-type trap on him, full court, and uh, it did not work. It did not work. This man drove through everybody. Um, but, um, you know, the Pistons actually took a 60-44 to 44 lead, which is like, whoa, what's going on? The Raptors are really down 16. And, you know, some people online were freaking out. I was not freaking out because, like, come on, man. The Raptors are going to win this game. And so, uh, you know, immediately, uh, it, the basically the reason why the Raptors fell down so much was because they kept taking these long threes. Good looks, like a lot of good looks, but they just weren't hitting them. CJ Miles, really cold. Norman Powell, really cold. DeLon Wright, really cold. And the bench unit, I mean, honestly, without Van Vliet, they, were, they looked really disorganized. Um, and even Jacoperto wasn't playing that great at defense. So, Pistons was getting long rebounds, going the other way, transition. The Raptors weren't stopping Ish Smith whatsoever. Uh, and, you know, they the Pistons got a lead. And the Raptors couldn't hit any open shots, so that's what happened, but... The Raptors brought their starters back in. Um, DeMar, Kyle, JV. Um, pulled, pulled the game even, basically. I mean, I, they turned that 16-point uh, deficit into three. Um, you know, basically within the span of like four minutes uh, in the second quarter. And, you know, the starters came out, dominated the third quarter, played strong. Um, honestly, I, it doesn't even matter what kind of plays they're running or, you know, what kind of ac- actions or. There was just it was like a scrimmage, just like the just like this game on Sunday was a scrimmage against the Magic. Like this was a scrimmage, and even when the game was close or whatever, it didn't really ever feel like the Raptors were ever going to relinquish this game, or that the Pistons were ever going to seriously make a push. And you know, like the, the Pistons cut it to like seven points in the fourth quarter, whatever. The Raptors bench was sloppy. I was kind of disappointed with how um, with how Norm and Delon played. The two of them combining four. Three of 13 shooting, missed all seven of their three-point shots. Um, They just, you know, I just didn't think they were very effective. And they kept looking for threes when it wasn't there. And, you know, you combine the fact that CJ Miles was off, three of ten, one of seven from the three-point line, no free throws, you know, no defense, of course. And, yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know, there were some moments in the fourth quarter where it was like, all right, the Raptors got to take control and, and put this, you know, game to bed. But they never really had to go back to Lowry and DeRozan. They never had to go back to JV. They brought in Siakam for a little bit um, just to stabilize the game. And Siakam had a nice drive out of the corner where he attacked the basket and dumped it off to Pirtle. The, the, the Pistons were really, really actively crowding the paint because the Raptors couldn't uh, hit threes. And, you know, Siakam beat that with his uh, neat interior passing. Siakam also hit two threes today. I mean, Siakam had a good night. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, the Raptors bench just didn't look as ordered or as structured as they normally do when Van Vliet's around, which is normal. Um, and But, um, yeah, I mean, look, the Pistons, I mean, down the stretch, there were, for some reason, Stanley Johnson was taking shots and, like, Reggie Jackson was taking shots. Reggie Jackson, you can't shoot at all. You're, like, really broken. Don't, don't, don't shoot the basketball. But 
He kept shooting the basketball. He shot 7 of 18. Stanley Johnson, 2 of 10. And meanwhile, Ish Smith, who was actually a good player in this game, only played 14 minutes. Very strange decision by, you know, Stan Van Gundy, but maybe he's tanking. Who knows? Maybe he's he's probably competing with, what, the Lakers for their tanking position. So maybe he can get a little bit slightly better odds. But that's a depressing time for the Pistons. It really is, man. That is a depressing club to watch. I mean, Henry Ellenson. They really drafted a guy named Henry Ellenson. I had a Pascal Siakam. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Look at this. Look at this team. It's it's really sad. Looking at the Pistons, it really is. Luke Kennard got a couple drives, and that's cool. But like, man, Stanley Johnson, the LeBron stopper, two of ten. Remember when Stanley Johnson said he got inside LeBron's head? That that really happened in the 2015 playoffs, and then the, you know LeBron swapped the Pistons. So, yeah, the Pistons, man, they're they're depressing. Anyway, in terms of your three stars. First star is JV. He's not close. 25 points, 9 rebounds, 11 of 13 shooting, hit a 3, hit 2 free throws, plus 21 in 25 minutes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal in the first quarter. Great in stabilizing the team in the second quarter. And then in the third quarter, dominant once again. I mean, JV would just get the ball in the middle floor. He would dunk. He would finish. Uh, get to the right hand. Power over smaller guys. I mean, it looked like a... <laughs> he looked like a... Like a like Shaq playing with children out there, like it, like seriously, uh, you know the guy guys like Reggie Jackson were not able to stop JV. I'll say that much. In terms of your second star, uh, I don't know. There's a couple places you can go with this one. I'll, I'll give it to Proto. Actually, he had some nice dunks. I didn't think Proto was actually that great defensively, but I mean. The rest of the bench was really letting him down, but um, he had some nice dunks, you know, got the crowd out of their seats, and so it's an entertainment value thing. I mean, him having a couple nice dunks is enough to uh, to, to, to make this a successful night for him. Um, you know, all those fans traveling from Toronto to come to Detroit to see their beloved team, and there were more Raptors fans in the arena than Pistons fans, apparently, uh, or at least that's what they said on the broadcast, and, um, you know, they, they came to see something. So, Pirtle giving them a dunk is always nice. Pirtle dunking on the Pistons is becoming a usual thing now, apparently. Um, just like in the last game where he snuck a dunk over Andre Drummond. Unfortunately, Drummond wasn't here to get banged on today, but I'm sure another day that'll happen. That could be arranged. And then in terms of your third star, you easily give the DeMar, Kyle, DeMar, or sorry, DeMar, Kyle, or Siakam. But, uh, you know, you know, pick whichever one you want. Uh, personally, I'll give it to Kyle. 11.6 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 of 8 shooting from the field, 3 of 7 from deep. Got a layup, got a block. It's just very good in terms of setting the tone. And, you know, when the Raptors needed some organization uh, in the offense um, after they got down 16, Kyle came in, completely uh, regained control of the team. Uh, and, you know, the Raptors cruised from there. Uh, and then in terms of your the Detroit Pistons and the Gerald Henderson Award. Two ways you can go on this one. Ish Smith was absolutely dominant, like I said, but uh, but then he didn't play much in the second half. Uh, you, so you can give it to him, but I mean he was like lights out as he usually is against the Raptors. You can give it to him, or you can give it to Luke Kennard, who was solid throughout the game. I mean, he missed a vital three, but uh, overall 20 points for Kennard. I don't know. I'll give it to Smith. I mean, S- Smith is just like a classic Raptor killer. Quick point guard, gets the rim. Tough. Uh, and, you know, usually you would have someone like Van Vliet to, you know, stop him a little bit, uh, put pressure on the ball, not let him drive just, you know, straight to the cup. But no Van Vliet tonight, and there's a lot of disorganization. So, um, all in all, no Raptors got hurt. No Raptors played more than 30 minutes. You know, a couple guys 
uh, got extended run. Hopefully the call-ups from the 905 can get back in time, um, you know, so that uh, Gary Stackhouse doesn't have to have three of his best players play a set of back-to-back-to-backs uh, in tomorrow's game where, you know, they're facing elimination in the G League finals. Um, you know, if they win, suddenly it's the series is 1-1 and it's the best of, uh, you know, winner takes all game three, but... Um, yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate. It it sucks really when you're in a minor league club and you really just have to surrender to the whims, the very minor whims of the big league club. It's not like the Raptors needed to have Lorenzo Brown or Malcolm Miller or McKinney today, but you know they came. You know they came, they put in a solid shift. McKinney had a putback. Uh, we all know him for that, and also Lorenzo was just solid handling the ball. Had a couple of driving finishes, um, a pull up jumper late. Like you know, solid night for those two, but. Seriously, they didn't need to come here, man. They could just stay at home and try to win that uh, uh, G League championship for the second year in a row. But I'm sure Stackhouse will figure it out a way. Um, yeah, that's the podcast. I, I don't know. This this is compl- this game was completely unnecessary. I, I wrote 10 things for this thing, too. But realistically, I mean, it's a throwaway game. No one got hurt. No one played too long. Perfect. That's what you want. The Raptors are out 59 wins. They have a chance to go up for 60. On Wednesday, when they finish the season in Miami, facing the uh, Miami Heat, the Heat currently are battling the OKC Thunder, um, and you know, who knows what happens in that one? If the Thunder lose that game, that will be pretty crazy because um, you know they're they're in danger of missing the playoffs, which is which would be really fun. But uh, if you want to hear more Western Conference analysis and just a general NBA podcast altogether, may I recommend? That you subscribe to Pound the Rock. Yes, that is an homage to Dwayne Casey. Um, Pound the Rock podcast. It's hosted by The Score. It's hosted by me, uh, Wolfon, who is on the weekly podcast. And also Jessica Sharo, who's been on the you know Raptors podcast a couple times now. But um, yeah, we, we put out a podcast every Monday, um, usually in the afternoon. And it's just going to touch on general NBA topics. And so um, if you would like more NBA content, uh, a specific NBA content, not a Raptors slant. That's just a general NBA podcast. But if you want a general NBA podcast, please go listen to that one. Subscribe to it, favorite, re- review it, whatever you want. But um, if not, stick to this one. Raptors podcast will always be here. It's always great. And, uh, you know, thank you to everyone for supporting the show. And I'll be back on Wednesday to close out the season. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.